Hey, welcome back to AP Comics here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is your one and only source for comics. Great Hera, I am Jay, and with me always is Diana. All right, Diana, so last time we talked about Superman, did a, you did a good job on that, told us a lot. Uh, what comic have you chosen for us this week? The greatest super team of all time, the Super Sons. I thought it was the Wonder Twins. Okay, the Super Sons. So this is not something that I'm familiar with. Uh, this was not back in my era. So tell us a little bit. Uh, who are the Super Sons? And let's just start with that. Who are the Super Sons? Um, it is Batman and Superman's son. So it is Damian Wayne and John. Well, they don't have the kid together, but it's Batman's son Damian Wayne and Superman's son Jonathan Kent, and then. It's just kind of one day Damien is like, you know what? We need to be like our fathers. Let's go, Jonathan. And that's pretty much how it started, and they became friends. Okay, now you were telling me earlier uh, that was was this a limited run? Because you, you you actually showed me the other day when you went to the comic shop, you picked up the final uh, the final issue. Was this supposed to be a limited run? Uh, what's before we talk about it? What 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 is going on with this comic? Um, well, they had I think it was sixteen. Yeah, they had sixteen issues of just Super Sons, and I don't know if it was supposed to be a limited run or if like Metal and No Justice kind of got in the way and they had to change it. But then, so they had sixteen issues of Super Sons, and now they're doing a twelve issue run of Adventures of the Super Sons. So I don't really know what the difference is. Because I know it's still John and Damien, but yeah, that's what's happening with it. So, Adventures of the Super Sons is that is that something now, or is that going to be coming soon? That's going to be coming in August, I believe, because uh, the last Super Sons issue it was Jonathan Kent. He was talking to his grandkids, and then he finished up the story, and they're like, "There has to be more, Grandpa!" And he's like, "Don't worry, there's more." And he reaches for Super Sons Volume Two. He reached for his own comic. Yeah, he like collected his stories in in a book so he can tell his kids. Oh, okay. I I, I thought there was some sort of like paradox or something. Like he's reading a comic about himself. Okay, so sixteen issues, right? You said sixteen yeah. issues. Same uh, writer and artist. It is. It is. Uh, Tomasi No Gleason, and I don't know who the artist is because I pay attention to the writers, and that just shows how prepared I am. No, that's okay. I know, I I know, and I think I think our listeners out there know you're you're more into the writers and everything. That's that's cool. Um, alrighty, so you kind of talked about Jonathan Kent last time. So before we dive into some of the storylines, who is Damian Wayne? Uh, we know Batman's the dad. Who's the mom? Tell us a little bit about this youngster. Yes, Batman's the dad, and Talia Al Ghul, the daughter of the demon, is the mother. Uh, I don't know how he came about in this universe, because I know in one universe they just took Batman's DNA and Talia's DNA and put it together, but I think in this universe they were lovers, so they did make Damien naturally. And he was with the League of Assassins for a while, because John actually, because Talia actually brings that up. She's like, have you told Jonathan how many people you've killed? And then he tells John, he's like, that was a different lifetime. And John's like, you're 13. How many people did you kill before you turned 13, Damien? Did he answer him? No, he did not answer him. So that was a lot of people he killed. 
because he's the son of Batman. Of course, he's not going to answer that question. Uh, Damien's 13. How old is Jonathan? I believe he is 10 years old. Alrighty. So, overall, tell us, was was there one overall story? Were there different runs? Uh, I know it was only 16 issues. So, kind of what happened in Super Sons? Well, um, it's kind of like it, it, it it's like it's... The longest uh, arc, I think, was four issues, and it was, they started off, they fought Kid Amazo, and that was, like, where Damien just kind of woke Jonathan up in the middle of the night and was like, we're going superhero in, let's go. And then they took, and then they found, like, Kid Amazo, he escaped from Lex Luthor's lab, and then that, that adventure was kind of, like, that one was okay because it was mostly like Damien like pulling John around like this is what we got to do John and then he was more and then he was like Jonathan I need you to do this I need you to do that but Damien came up with a plan but as time went on John got more involved and was able to help out all right that's pretty interesting were there any other like runs or stories that really stuck out to you there was one where it started that the Teen Titans were visiting Metropolis and they stopped this wizard who had, like, this magic clay. And then... So, so the Teen Titans and Superboy beat the wizard with the magic clay. And then John and Damien were transported to, like, an alternate Earth or a different planet. And then in that one, they um, uh, they were on a planet where the whole planet was made out of this sentient clay. And then they had to bring... The wizard from the that they beat in the first one back, and then Jonathan kind of gave him this talk like, "Hey, like I know you were like a failed wizard, and you won't think that being a bad guy is the only way out of it, but you know we all choose what we want to do." And he's like, "I think deep down you want to choose to be a hero." So what the wizard does is he stays behind and he trains the heroes of that world to fight against the evil clay. And the funny thing that happened in that one is, um, they. It starts out um, when the Teen Titans show up. Jonathan is like, Whoa, who, who the heck are you guys? And Damien is like, who the heck are you guys? And then and then when they go on to the alternate Earth, John's like, where the heck are we? And Damien is like, John, you can curse here. You can say, where the hell are we? Your dad's not going to come and pull your ear. And then they actually show us some character development. Because in the very last issue of Super Sons, Kid Amazo has Damien, and he goes, get the hell off of him. So I thought, like, yeah, he really, that, that's some grade A character development. Okay, so it kind of sounds, and, and I'm going to have you explain it in a minute here, it kind of sounds like Damien's sort of taking after his father and Jonathan's taking after his dad. Do you find that to be the case, like, that they're, are Damien and Jonathan, are they almost like direct copies of their fathers or do they kind of take what their fathers do and kind of put their own spin on it so what's sort of your take on these two characters well um damien damien is really trying hard to be like his dad because he's trying to be like he's trying to be like no i have to be the spirit of vengeance i have to be i'm training to be the new batman i have to be batman and Okay, well, l- l- all right, let me just ask you really quick, because, because you said that Jonathan, I'm um, sorry, that Damien was pretty much, he was a member of the League, was it League of Shadows or League of Assassins? League of Assassins. Okay, so I've seen in other iterations where he's kind of conflicted about that, where he almost kind of tells Batman that that should be his mission, 
Is that the same thing going on here? Is he trying to leave that behind him and sort of, you know, even though he's like 13, sort of like reinvent himself? Yeah, he's really trying to leave leave the League of Assassins behind him. Like in this one, like he doesn't really consider killing. And I think he's trying so hard not to be part of the League of Assassins. He's trying to be more, he's trying to be like Batman but because he's trying so hard, he's becoming like a caricature of Batman where he's like, no, I need to do this alone. I need to have this super elaborate plan. I need to brood. So he's kind of like being a character caricature of Batman because he just knows he wants to be Batman, but he doesn't really understand what the symbol means. Do you think it's more of the fact that, you know, like like he did admit to Jonathan that before the age of 13, he did kill people. Do you think that he's he's kind of almost pulling a, a 180 here so hard and abrupt and like you said becoming a caricature of Batman because he wants to leave that behind like do you do you detect any of that in his character or is he just kind of like misguided or you know what what sort of your take on this this change in his personality no like he's really trying to leave it behind because there was uh I'll bring it over to to Teen Titans he was captured by Ra's al Ghul and then Ra's al Ghul made him fight his cousin and Damien won, but he refused to kill her. He said, like, no, that's not what Batman does. Batman doesn't kill. So I think he's really trying hard not to be like how he was before. Because Batman does have that one rule of not killing. So it almost kind of it almost kind of sounds like Damien's latching onto that and sort of feels that maybe if he copies Batman, he can kind of leave that behind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so what about Jonathan? Uh, is he is he like his dad, Clark? He is exactly like him. I think he's I think he's more like him because he he really tries to um uh he really uh he really tries to like like what I said with the wizard how he kind of like sits him down and he tells him like hey we can all be heroes if we choose to be and I think deep down you want to be a hero too. And whenever he's fighting like he never wants to punch the bad guys too hard and then there was one where Talia Al Ghul had to kill Lois Lane, but then he, uh, Superboy, he he caught the bullet, and he's like, "Wow, I'm faster than a speeding bullet." And I think he's really he's really taking like the corny lines that his dad says, and the spirit of being Superman, because I think he he really looks up to his dad, and he says like, "Oh, I hope I can be as good as Superman as he was." All right, now Lois Lane is the mom. Do we see any of Lois Lane in there? Sort of, uh, you know. She kind of has those traits of, you know, being the investigative reporter, being a very strong, independent woman. Um, do you see any traits of Lois Lane in Jonathan at all? Yes, I think so, because, um, uh, well, he does kind of have some investigative skills, because, again, when they were on the planet, Jonathan kind of figured out that there was, like, this sentient clay that was evil. But then, of course, Damien figured it out, like, ten steps before him, but he just let Jonathan have that, like, he was like, oh, wow, very good. And also, there was, in Action Comics, Lois Lane went to go rescue her father, and then Jonathan Kent kind of, like, he, he tagged along mysteriously, well, not mysteriously, but, like, she told him not to come, but he tagged along because I think he really wants to. He's kind of like that where he's like strong. He's like Superman wants to help, but Lois Lane is strong. So I think he, he does have that strength. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Excuse us. All right. Um, oh, I had a. Okay. So obviously Damien and Jonathan. <clears throat> excuse me. Honestly, um, 
Damien and Jonathan are, are the main characters here. Are there any other like supporting characters that are pretty frequent in uh, Super Sons? Well, uh, their 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 main villain would be Kid Amazo. They fought him in the first four issues. It was like, it was like there was this Amazo virus, and he got to keep his powers. And then like he wanted to kill his family, but then they stopped him. And then in the last two issues, he came back. He kidnapped the Justice League and Superman and Batman, and that's. And then Superboy and Robin had to go save the Justice League. They had to save the Justice League. Wow, that's pretty amazing. And I mean, anybody else? <clears throat> I mean, obviously, Batman and Superman are showing up. Lois Lane is showing up. Um, in this timeline, uh, on Jonathan's side, are Ma and Pa Kent, are they still around? And do they have any influence on his life at all? No, they're, they're not around. Um, they, they both died either in a car accident or Pa Kent died of a heart attack. They have both running in the same continuity, so that's pretty confusing. But, um, uh, no, they're not around, and he doesn't really ask Superman so much about them. Alrighty. Now, <clears throat> as, as, as we know from way back when, when, uh, Clark was growing up, and I know there's been different continuities in this and that, but... He's always, you know, in one version or another, he's always had his pal Crypto. Jonathan, does he have that sidekick at all? He does have Crypto, because there was in the first Superman run, he saved Crypto from the Eradicator. So Crypto kind of latched onto him, and actually there was a Super Sons annual. And in that one, it was not about John and Damien, it was about the Super Pets. So it was about Ace and Crypto, and they want to go solve a mystery with Streaky and Bat-Cow and the, and the Plastic Parrot. Okay, so Streaky, if I remember, that was Supergirl's cat? Yeah. So who's Ace? Ace is Batman's dog. And because oh, right. okay. like, he got him from like a Joker. He, he was the Joker's puppy originally, and then he took him. So then, like, yeah, he had Ace, and then Plastic Man's parrot was there. And Bat-Cow, of course, was the mother... He, she was like the Martian Manhunter. She kept them all together. All right, so let's kind of look again at these at these two young men. Uh, when they're out and and they're getting involved in their adventures and things like that, uh, Damien, did Batman make a suit for him? Did he make his own suit? Like, how's he kind of gearing up when he goes out for action? Um, he. Damien, I think Batman made his own suit because in the first issue, Batman said, like, no, you need to stay here and have your homeschooling lessons with Alfred. And Damien's like, I'm, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm leaving. And then there was... And there was just another funny one with Alfred where... Because just to show, like, the relationship between John and Damien, John was moving out of uh, Hamilton County, which is kind of like Smallville... He was moving to Metropolis, and he said he didn't want a big change in his life. So Damien kind of, like, sat him down and said, like, hey, you know, like, it's not about keeping everything the same. It's about kind of, like, rolling with the punches and how you adapt to it. But what they did is Damien said, like, don't worry. I have a place where we can talk. I hide in there all the time. And he hides, you know, the giant dinosaur in the bat cave. He hides in the butthole of the, of the dinosaur. But then, of course, Alfred already knew he was hiding in there, and he got him out. Yeah, I think Alfred knows everything in this one. Uh, what about Jonathan? Uh, does he have a super suit, or uh, what? What's what sort of his getup when he's uh, getting up to adventuring? 
he wears his ripped jeans, he wears Crypto's old cape, and he wears a Superman sweatshirt he got from Goodwill. Wow, pretty interesting. Alrighty, so Damien, son of Batman, Jonathan, son of Superman. Uh, powers and ability-wise, how do they compare to their dads? Uh, let's look at Jonathan first. Did he inherit all of his father's powers? And, you know, if so, what level do you think he's at right now? Obviously, he, I, I would doubt that he's as powerful as his dad, but what what abilities does he have, and, and how powerful is he? Well, John, well, well, when it first started out, he only had super speed, super strength, and laser vision, but then by the end, he kind of has all the powers. He has a freeze breath, and he can fly. And Damien, of course, he's super smart. Like, when they fought Kid Amazo, he was already, like, ten steps ahead of him, and he, like, had a plan to call in Lex Luthor and everything. So then it was... Yeah, oh, and they also show in the prologue to the Super Sons, which was in Superman, Damien is a master... He he is a master of disguise. Because when he first recruits... Jonathan out of school he disguises himself as the bus driver and the teacher and Jonathan was none the wiser but isn't Damien like barely five feet tall yeah he just pretended to be really old so they thought he was all hunched over okay um so I mean overall it's a, it was a 16 run series and again you know we're not sure was that intended was it sales you know whatever it was did they just want to change the direction overall uh i don't know if you read the last issue yet but overall what was your take on this series very good decent you know compared to some of the other stuff that you're reading it was it was one of my favorites that i was reading i think i think my favorite was tomasi uh yeah tomasi and gleason superman green lanterns and then super sons Wow, it's a top three. Um, I know that you really love the writing, so and and you've you know you've mentioned it was Tomasi or yeah, Tomasi, Tomasi writes it. Uh, do you think he captured the spirit of these two kids and like their development as partners? Oh, they definitely did because in the end, like Jonathan was able to like be stronger. He wasn't like that shy kid that he always was, and Damien. By the end of it, he was able to call Jonathan his friend. Like, there was one where an evil Tim Drake from the future kind of, like, knocked Superboy out. And then when Superboy woke up, he was like, Damien, you saved me. And he's like, of course, that's that's what friends do. And I thought that was very touching. Well, so it sounds like there was really, you know, even though it was a short run, 16 issues, it sounds like they packed a lot of character development in there. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, they did. It's like by the end of it, Damien, like, in the beginning, I... I never liked Damien because he was kind of always a jerk and he was arrogant. But by the end of it, he was nice. Like he was always he was nice to John. He really saw him as a friend, and he really wanted him to join the Teen Titans because he wanted more of them. Hmm, pretty good. Now I know you're more a fan of writers than artists, and you know you weren't quite sure. But did the did the art match the writing? Was it was it drawn very well? It was. Yeah, I think. I don't know if it was the same people who drew Superman or if it was just very similar to Superman, but it's still that same feel. Uh, and like last time you said it was when you were talking about the artist Superman, you kind of said that it was somewhere between realistic and kind of cartoony, like more towards the realistic side. Yeah. 
Cool. All right. Uh, any other memorable? Mem- ah, excuse me. Any other memorable moments from this series, like um, cameos or, or other characters that kind of stuck out, or storylines that really kind of stuck with you? Um. Well, again, uh, this wasn't. She wasn't really in Super Sons, but then when the Super Sons had their own adventures, like in Superman, she was there. Uh, Kathy, Superboy's uh, schoolyard crush, was in it, and then it's always. Very cute to see them talking. He's always like, ah, gee, Kathy, we better go to the farm to rescue your cow. And then, of course, Kathy got jealous one time because Damien brought, I don't know what she is, her his, his cousin, just an associate who looks like him. But, like, she was older. I think she was also 13. And she's like, I think her name is Nobody. And she brought him in, and then John was like, wow, she's beautiful. And Kathy got really jealous of her. So then Kathy is a psychic, so in a future issue, issue, she knocked him off of a windmill. Knocked her off of a windmill. All right, now, I'm just curious because it's kind of a trope of, like, the Superman lore that a lot of these characters have sort of the double initiatives. Was she, was she like, Kathy Clark or Kathy Christine or something, like, like CC? I don't think they gave her last name, but I wouldn't be surprised. Well, because she's an alien, so I don't know if she had a last name or if she was just Kathy. Oh, you, you, you kind of left that part. She's an. Uh, is it? Uh, Jonathan knows that she's an alien. Yeah, she, he he knows, and then like because this was back in Superman, because like Superman and Super Sons are very connected. So, like, back in Superman, she she was brought to Earth by Manchester Black to, like, kind of, like, get revenge on, like, because Manchester Black wanted revenge on Superman, so that's why she was brought there, but she kind of had a crush on Superboy, and then during that Manchester Black run, Superboy found out she was an alien, but he was fine with it. He's like, oh, okay, cool, I'm an alien, too. Nice half alien, but uh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot to ask you this question. So, Superman and Batman, do they loom pretty big in this series, or are they more in the background? They're always um, uh, they're always there. Like Batman is like like after every mission, like Batman's clear. Like even though they're successful, Batman's like you weren't ready to do this. You need to step back a few paces. And then there was one after they came back from that planet with the sentient mud. John wanted to, like, use the Justice League satellite. He wanted to use the Watchtower to kind of, like, go back and visit that universe every once in a while. So what he did, he had to talk to Superman, and, like, theoretically. So he's like, theoretically, if Damien and I went on an adventure theoretically to a planet made of sentient clay, and we theoretically wanted to get back to this theoretical place, how would we theoretically do that? And then Superman's like, "Mm mm-hmm, okay. So then, like, they're always there kind of guiding him. Batman thinks they're pushing too hard. Superman's kind of like, nah, let them do their thing. And how do, like, how do their fathers sort of view their partners like like what is batman's take on jonathan and and vice versa um superman thinks damien has to be humbled because there was one where damien was over for dinner and superman was like damien it's your turn to do the dishes and damien's like alfred never makes me do the dishes and superman's like in my house you do the dishes and then batman he doesn't really say much about John. He's kind of like I think I think he knows that he'll be he'll make a good Superman, but he just doesn't want to say it. Uh, he's he's always got to be Batman. He's always got to be in the corner, not saying much. Um, so like you said, this this series was definitely in your top three. So I'm gonna guess that you were looking for it's the Adventures of the Super Sons is yeah. the next one. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you're definitely looking forward to that. All righty. Um, all right, so I think this is a pretty good place to wrap it up uh, about Super Sons. Thanks for introducing us to this series. Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing that you would definitely recommend people go out and read it. Yeah, I think with only 16 issues, I think there's only two trade paperbacks, and then it's definitely worth picking up. It's like a cute series. They both learn a lot. And yeah, Adventures of the Super Sons is coming out in August, and that'll be continuing where they left off. And yeah. Yeah, definitely got to go and check it out. Would you like to see, and this is kind of rough given the fact that DC, let's just, let's just say it, DC can't make a good movie at all. If by some magical miracle they were actually able to start making decent movies, would you like to see a live-action Super Sons movie? Hmm. Uh, I think so. But then, like, I think, you know, like, I think, I think it'd be better as, like, a series, because, like, they, they, they don't really go on, like, big adventures, like I said, the longest, uh, arc was only, like, four issues, so I think, like, maybe, like, a series where they kind of have, like, a bad guy every week, and then they learn, they learn a good lesson at the end, I think that's where they fit in. Okay, kind of, like, something, like, they would do, like, let's say on the CW or something, where, Maybe they're sort of like uh, like a big bad guy kind of looming over the series, but we see their weekly adventures. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, hey, who knows? Maybe they'll do it. All righty. So I'd like to thank Diana once again. Thanks for enlightening us with your comic knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, yeah. Okay, humble as always. Uh, and I guess this is a pretty good place to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us here on AP Comics. Uh, it's our comic segment here on Stuff You Don't Need to Know. Don't forget to check out our website, www.brothersandarmchairs.com, where you find links to all of our great podcasts. Of course, Stuff You Don't Need to Know is your favorite. You could also find links to Enter the Nerd Zone, Nerd and Me, Defender of the Realm, and Fat Guys in Little Coats. This is Jay and Diana to Infinity and Beyond. <laughs>